Welcome to another episode of Mir's Coffee Roaster Warm-Up Sessions podcast. I am by myself here in the studio, but I am not just talking. We're going to have a wonderful guest on. My dear friend Ansley Randall is on the podcast. We'll be uh, chatting it up. Got a few cool things to talk about. Um, yeah, but first of all, Ansley, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me on here, Serge. Super stoked. You're like far away, far, far away from Washington. Where are you at? I'm in London, London, England. London. 8,000 miles away eight, from you, probably. Holy <laughs> crap. Dang. I think I'm 4,000 um, miles from Florida, so it has to be like double. When you said London, it almost sounded like Linden because we have a little small town north of us oh, called really? Linden. Oh, that's so funny. And I'm, nuts. You're well, not in it's Linden. midnight here. It is 3.30 there. Right. <laughs> yes, it is. We had nine hour difference. Holy crap, man. Wow. Thank, thanks again. Like uh, spending your midnight, your crossover time between two days with the mirror squad and with me. Yeah, especially. So that's super dope. Well, I'm stoked on that. I'm um, so excited but too. like all of our podcasts, we keep kick, 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 man. I'm pulling a Mark. Mark always stumbles like that at some point. I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> but, um, we kick things off with a little batch brew, uh, little sip. Uh, we talked, you and I talked about coffee, uh, just over the phone a couple of days ago about drinking coffee and where you drink coffee. Um, we have a lot here. Uh, while we sip this, I don't think you should be drinking coffee at midnight. You're probably drinking a water. No, Let me guess. I know. I might get a water bottle here. I don't even know Perfect. what, I've had yeah. it for a couple of days. Buxton. Oh, Buck, sick. Buxton nice. coffee. I mean, not coffee. <laughs> it's midnight. <laughs> anyway, I'm drinking some coffee. Um, a few weeks ago, Mark won the Comandante Brewers Championship, which is like almost like uh, like a pour-over competition with the brand Comandante from Germany. He has some competition coffee in the house, and we brewed it last time. I walk in the studio, and I'm like, I'm totally not prepared because... I didn't bring coffee with me. So what do we have? And that coffee was chilling. So here goes nothing. It's also cold. I think I brewed it like an hour ago. <laughs> no, it's actually not bad. I mean, I wish Mark was here to taste it. I wish you were here to taste it because it's actually pretty tasty for a batch brew, especially, you know, not a pour over. I know. And cold too. Yeah. And cold. It's solid. It's a good coffee in general. Yeah, most folks know about this coffee because we talked about it for like a long time on the last episode. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that again to you folks and to you. It's a good coffee anyway. It's from Nemesis. Nemesis is a cafe in Vancouver. Uh, so when you come visit me in Bellingham, we'll go to Vancouver. Twenty minutes away from the border. That's so cool. Yeah, it's much easier for me to go grab coffee in Vancouver than Seattle. Vancouver is my second favorite city. Second, I've heard it's after beautiful. New York, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about you for a minute, if you don't mind. I'm trying to stay on, stay on schedule here, stay on our not so script script. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, folks. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I normally, like I said, I normally don't host these things. It's usually Mark, but. What the heck? You know, let's go for it. Um, all right, folks, a uh, little formal introduction. Who is Ansley? Um, Ansley is a dear friend of mine, um, amazing human being, an artist, muralist, coffee professional, um, 
founder and owner of Jax's Rad. Man, good times. We're going to talk about Jackson Rad, Jax's Rad. I know. Those are the best times. Uh, super solid. Um, you're also a podcaster. Yeah. You have a podcast, The Radcast, which is super dope. Um, and you've worked in coffee how many years? I didn't work in coffee that long, but I did because I was a barista. Bold Bean trained me, and then I was at Mini Bar for a little mm-hmm, bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a donut shop in Jacksonville, and then and then I quit that and went full time as an artist. And Jax is rad, but I was always like into planning out the latte art competitions too, and yes, city yes. and coffee shops all the time. That we would do like fake latte art competitions in coffee shops too. I got really, always. I got, I got really great at the little trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got solid. You did compete in a few throwdowns. Yeah, I yeah. I, I came in. That. Th- that was fun. One time, I came in third place by accidently. I felt so bad. Oh, really? What? Uh, the, what throwdown was that? It was the mini bar latte art competition, and that was. I don't a big know. One. People kept dropping out, and I just kept like, like going, like raising up. But somehow, I got third place. <laughs> holy crap yeah, oh, yeah i was like this so is dope. not fair i should not be here i don't remember that throwdown who knows why i don't remember it but <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a good one yeah it was, it was the it was one that gerald's our buddy gerald and yeah. i competed against each other speaking of gerald um that throws throws me back to i i remember the day we met um gerald was working on a project and he uh it was some people's like people project where he was taking portraits of folks and then writing stuff. And he asked, yeah, it was like where you're at in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, he asked me to pop in and he was like, Oh, you know, come by OCC, the building over in like Jack's beach. And he's like, yeah, we'll kind of shoot some photos and like chat. And you know, by the way, like Ansley Randall's going to be there. And I was like, Oh, um like the ansley randall i'm like holy you crap know who I was? Like, wait That's so oh funny. of course i knew who you were uh yeah of course jax's rad was going off like yeah just heard about you and seeing you around the cafes you know so it was like holy crap um wow so i, I was super nervous i don't probably don't remember that but i was like i don't even know what to say so uh, well i'm just <laughs> that's so funny I'm always super awkward, I feel like, when I meet people anyways, so. And I feel like from that day on, we connected, uh, started talking about, like, photo stuff, uh, creative stuff, coffee stuff. You always sat in the same spot at Bold Bean most of the time, you and Gerald. If y'all were there, I knew where to find you. Yeah. Folks, if you're listening, you're from uh, Northeast Florida. Big shout out to uh, 904 Duval. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. That's super dope. Being in wow. London, you know, the Jag- Jacksonville Jaguars play here. And someone even said, like, Duval to me. And I was like, no. This is like, <laughs> I did not say that. Um, oh, but man. everybody likes the Jaguars here. It's really funny. They all, like, have gone That's to so the funny. games. Um, let's dive in because I, um, I have a few things that I want to talk to you about. Um, one, we'll dive into this during the conversation but first of all you designed our coffee bags for me our coffee roasters for us um which we're super stoked on everyone loves them good i've had amazing feedback from people i actually um helped with western washington's university's uh design uh team here and we the design professor 
talked about your bags as well okay. and was super stoked on them. Yeah. So it's super solid. I'm like super grateful. But before we dive into that, um, a few things I wanted to ask you is really kind of your journey and how you became a full-time artist. Um, but also like more than that, because like we said, you worked in coffee and now you're traveling, you're in London, um, you're painting murals. And I think sometimes, especially for me, like knowing your story, but also seeing where you're at now, I'm thinking, man, Ansley has made it. Like, this is the dream. Right. Right. Uh, uh, I'm, be... I'm like, I'm so lost right now. Am I... Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm like, I'm Solid. in London because I want to be here and I'm trying to like network so hard. But it is. Speaking of hard, it's like people see that. I see that. Social media may portray that. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of hard work that's put in. Um, so if we kind of take a step back and if we look back at your early barista days, um, what were you thinking when you were in that place? Because uh, I, I know, like, because both you, Gerald, and I, we were all kind of in the same boat, like, crap, we got to make money somehow, but we love this Jax's Rad thing. Um, so what were you thinking? Where were you at that point? Yeah, and I think foremost, well, foremost, I studied graphic design, and that's kind of like, I think, like, growing graphic design, I always liked bringing fine art and design together and I but I always felt like limitations or either I'd like grow too much it where I was at in like a job or I would there was like people that would limit me in what I could do or what they thought I could do Mm -hmm. and I've always wanted my own business because I was like at least I could keep growing I could like morph into who I want to be and um that's when it was like 2017. I I didn't go full time yet, but I was like part time. I was like really in the coffee scene. Mm-hmm. I was like part time, mm-hmm. like retail job. And um, yeah, I'd hang out Bold Bean all the time. I think my days off, I'll just be in Bold Bean, like working on design or trying to just like keep up with posting on social media or anything I could to like figure out how my style. And um, in that whole year, I remember I was like, I would just ask people all the time, like, hey, like, I've always been, I love street art. I think, like, I'm always fascinated by it. And I think, I think, like, it's, I think there's so many insane street artists, like, that they shouldn't be putting Mm -hmm. the tags where they're putting them. But there's also, like, incredible, just, like, meaning in street art, too, that I just wanted to paint murals and put... I was really um, kind of like when I started my own business, I really, I had a, just like really a design professor that went to a different college, encouraged me to get into pattern design. And um, I really wanted to do patterns and I wanted to paint murals and I wanted to put patterns on walls. That was kind of like my goal. And I just asked everyone mm-hmm. like everyone i talked to i was like hey this is what i'm doing and mm-hmm. i like i really want to paint a wall like if you have a wall like i'll paint it whatever like it doesn't matter and finally i reached out to my buddy elias who they own tons of buildings in jacksonville and um i told him i was like look this is my dream like i want to paint a mural and like do you have a wall for whatever and he finally 
I don't know if a while later he got back to me and he was like, hey, I have a storefront in Springfield, which is north of downtown Jack's, that, that you can paint. And, like, I had to design something out. I had no, no idea what I was doing. I, like, I remember I really liked this girl's style with shapes. Um, and I, I remember mm -hmm. seeing her, like, on social media media and I was like if I could be anyone like I want to be her because she would just do mm -hmm. it was kind of like the whole thing like putting her designs on things and painting murals a lot and um I remember I designed this one out this is like my first I guess commissioned mural and <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be like more structured shapes the, the building was so terrible like it was this huge like stone nice. like I don't know stones everywhere and it looks I'll say it looks mm -hmm. organic. <laughs> the whole nice. wall. I had to use, like, I learned how to use a scissor lift for the first time. and They just dropped mm -hmm. it off and no one taught us how to use it. And, um... Yeah. Yeah, it was so hard. But, like, once I got that, it was like a snowball effect that I kept getting yeah. more. Yeah. And I think one of the bigger ones I got... I guess it was that year, um, like I did one for Bold Bean because I reached out to them yeah. and I did one in their bathroom. And to this day, I like, I can't look at that mural because it's not clean yeah. at all. Like I had a girl actually help me at that time that she wasn't great at like lines and it's all like messy, not just because of her, but um, yeah. I don't know, every mural, like there's so many challenges with that you learn through it. Like that, the Bold Bean one, I remember it like peeled off the wall all the stuff yeah. i had no idea um that it would do that oh, and wow, then i got belk a big retail store chain contacted me to paint like a 20 by 40 wall oh, wow, um yeah it was like really fast that they wanted it done in six days and i think i had like a week or two to design it and just put it out there and that was like a bigger project of mine and probably one wow, of the best that's right. ones I remember that. that i've gotten as far as marketing, because that hooks me up with like Michelob yeah. Ultra and I think Life Water too. I did a post for them. Wow, that's but, right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Like that was so cool. Like I feel like I need more of those. <laughs> but then, yeah. like after that, like I guess all through this too, I really, even 2019, I really wanted to go like even to London too. And I feel like that's my connection here. <laughs> but, um, but I guess. I know, backtracking through, like, growing in murals, mm -hmm. I was working at Mini Bar 2018 when they first opened, um, and I really, you asked me, like, how I felt at that point. Like, I, I feel like, I almost feel like where I'm at right now is, like, I had no idea where I was going, but I was so, like... I guess I was so miserable in my life and so like I was so tired of being depressed that I wanted this so badly and like there was nothing like I think I lost so much like I had huge clients for graphic design that they like cut me around the same time and like I just felt like this was the only path mm -hmm. like this is the only way that I could go and I had no idea what I was doing and I I quit yeah everything um i moved back home with my parents and i booked a flight to paris and i went to like mm -hmm. paris for two weeks yeah and then i came back and i was like all right we're doing this and i feel like that was like 
I started Jax's Rad, I guess, the year before that, which Jax's Rad is, like, a platform for other creatives, and we had, like, a whole yeah. team of people, like, Sergey yeah. and Gerald and Travis and, and T, like, they're all, like, amazing people that we would get together and, like, create things. Just, like, I felt like everything we did was really silly, too. <laughs> like, yeah. nothing was super serious, but we would, like, mm -hmm. start events, and I think 2018... Um, even right when I was at mini bar, I think that was my first event that I did. And I think that was kind of the yeah. pivotal point no, of my I... life is like, dang, like I need to do this and I need to quit. Mm -hmm. Like, but I don't know. Like, I think, I think you just sometimes have to take a leap of faith because I don't know. You just, I think yeah. you get like no, I... pushed in a corner to do it. Yeah. I totally agree because I, I remember those times in 2018 where um, we would be talking about, okay, what's like the possibility of Jax's Rad? What does Jax's Rad bring to the community and to the city of Jacksonville? We were having those conversations. But the wild thing is even where I'm at right now, like I've been working in coffee since like late 2016. Um, you and I, Gerald, Travis, the squad, we basically all met around coffee, whether that was Bold Bean, Social Grounds, uh, Mini Bar, like we all connected around this space. And I think a lot of us were just grinding it out, like hard work. Um, I remember just the networking that you would do in cafes. Uh, I remember when you connected with Elias, like I feel like I, I think I was there when it happened at Social Grounds or before that. Like. I remember all of that energy and all of that investment, all of the hard work that was um, put in to make things happen. And I think a lot of the times when um, we see the semifinal result or we see where we are, um, a lot of the times it doesn't like, unless we share that with people, unless we pass that on that, a lot of it was just hard work, just grinding it out. Um, and not all of that gets recorded. Not all of that goes on a podcast, but a lot of it has to do with just tenacity, patience, um, being able to, uh, you know, crank out shots behind bar, but believing that you're going to do something more than just pull shots. Like you may, you know, paint a massive street mural like yourself. Um, you may do these big projects, but it's more or less positioning yourself into a, um, like a place in a space where a potential opportunity could come along. And I, I remember seeing that in you, um, even, uh, you and I, like we would, uh, well, I remember you and I did AIGA and I don't know why I always remember that event. That event was kind of, uh, um, like crucial for me in my life and where I was at, but then bigger events like Southern swells when we hosted that event, and seeing the potential of like social media's impact on a business. And then- um, Yeah, because we bring like mu music and artists together and just start yes. like a party. And some were like out of control and then some were like, I felt like Southern Swells was more together. And that like you would come in and take pictures at it. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Like social media, especially then, I think social media was so like a broad range too, it was easier. A hundred percent. You were, you were in my eyes, especially technically doing something new. Like I yeah. think, uh, what you envisioned Jax's rod 
to become is not only to be like a marketing platform, but more or less like, oh, I want to reveal what is rad about Jacksonville through a creative lens. And I think that vision was like super powerful. So kudos to that. Um, and keep it genuine too. I think even like being here in London, I was talking to someone that created walls for street artists, but like how much, how much like money goes into like corporate people use artists for money to all the time. And it's like, I, I think like being in a coffee shop and seeing there were so many people sitting there that we all were like friends and we all were trying to do something that it was like, I think everything I was always like, use Jax's rat, like, let's do something. Or like, I remember Amy wanted to be a DJ and she, that was her first DJ yeah. thing or Travis, like I got him to design, like that was his first, one of his first projects. And I think it was cool. Like it was nice for everyone to have that. Yeah. I, I still have Travis's poster for the pour over competition. Yeah. I'm like, that's a framed piece for me. Like I freaking love it. So yeah. No, it was stuff cool. Like that. Um, so, so working in coffee, um, being a designer, being an artist, um, you got a few other opportunities while you connected with these coffee businesses. Um, I believe you designed a couple of coffee bags or a few before designing the one for mirror. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, I think I, well, I worked with bold Bean a little bit too. Right. Well, I feel like I've worked with other people. Oh, Young Buck Coffee. We we collabed on that project too because we were trying to do Israel at the time. I feel like there's also this crossover between the creativity within the coffee process, right? Uh, at least all of us coffee professionals feel like coffee is a creative job, um, whether that's roasting, whether that's latte art. Um, but there's this different design element, which is like bag design, um, which to me... Like that means a lot. Um, one of the things that we love about uh, the design that you made for our bag um, is the fact that it represents these dynamics of who we are as a brand. So it's a form of communication, whether that would be a video, a podcast, a photo, um, a bag design is also like a physical, it's like imagine something uh, like something digital that you created that's made physical and tangible for a bunch of folks. Um, not that's, that's even before they taste the coffee. Um, so those bags are so important. Um, when it comes to your approach towards working for like coffee clients, um, what, what is your like maybe thought process? Like, what are you looking for? What, um, what even get, gets you to say yes? Like why, like, why did you even say yes to mirror? Let me think about that. Um, I think like, well, in the whole like coffee process, it probably like you were saying, it's very similar to the creative process mm -hmm. or like being a creative. I feel like it's very consistent and you have to be consistent and over and over again. And it's a crafted skill that you have to keep learning. And you I feel like don't you want to keep being better and better at it, too? Yeah. Um, but I think that's the same with design, too. And and I think when we talk too, you're like, look you explain exactly what your mission was too and like what you wanted you wanted like a minimalist bag and um i think it's i think like i i and same with like jack's or marketing or anything like that i've always been intrigued by um it's all like psychology i feel like of like yeah 
taking it's i mean it's mirroring someone else of like taking you what you want and making it into like a design um something creative so it's i don't know i don't know if that makes sense but i No, I don't, yeah, 100% makes sense. Um I remember when we were talking about how are we going to design the side gazettes, 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 whatever, however you pronounce it, on the bag. Um, and you were talking about like including those shapes inside. And we we're talking about the deep meaning, like, okay, what could that mean? What does it uh, like possibly communicates? And one of our main things was like, okay, like it communicates more or less like fragmented glass on the inside, yet still has this beauty to it, uh, has this um, organic structure to it. Um, and it's not just like, it's not meaningless. And I, I think to me, one, working with you and having those conversations, like I think you also helped me understand what mirror is more um, because of your creative design. And I think, cause I feel like when I, I remember when I first did it, it was like more complicated and you're like, no, like I just want it clean. But I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, I think that's what I've had to learn in life is I'll get so complicated with my designs. But I think my, like the best designs I have are so simple too. And even like, yeah. even recently I painted bowls and like wooden bowls. And I'm like, those designs sold so well because they were just simple. Um, yeah. And that's what I've kind of had to learn with design. But, but yeah, even like the meeting with, mirror and shapes and like how it connects and they mirror each other down i don't know yeah a hundred percent because later when we had to design our coffee label that rotates with new coffees we had similar conversations but from a different perspective you know um, because of something that you inspired in me and helped me understand about one design but also about what those shapes can do and the psychology behind it um so I, I think that's like very powerful. And on top of that, like these bags are like being like photos are being taken of them. Like when Mark is shooting content, those bags like show up on our Instagram quite a bit because it's like our product. Right. Um, so then on top of designing a physical bag, you're also designing almost like a, a Instagram you know, a brand. Yeah. That is uh, communicated. Um, and I think a lot of the times, whether, you know, you're a business owner like myself or you're a cafe owner, or you, uh, you know, own some equipment business, like we run into these conversations where we talk about design and social media marketing, and there's like this big crossover. Um, what, what are some important things that we need to know about that? Like if I'm a business owner listening to this podcast and I'm starting a roasting company, um, what's some input that you can share um, when it comes to design and the crossover into social media marketing? Well, I think it's finding, and it's finding artists that like, that you like their style too. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's that, but then communicating... I don't know, everybody's so different, but I guess communicating what you envision for your company and where you see it going. Um, also, like a lot is your target audience, your, I'm trying to think of like, there's a whole thing in graphic design, you want a design brief. So it's like your target audience, mm -hmm. your, um, I don't even remember all of it, but it's like all these steps 
of like the business side of who this person is and where what do they want to communicate to their audience and that's yeah I mean that I had a I this is what I said to someone even tonight I was like why don't they just don't they just know that like we're not we're like graphic designers are for them like we're not we're not setting up for failure and you usually the first design that we give someone is usually the best um but Yeah, I mean, I think it is trusting a designer, too, that they're not going to lead you stray. I mean, some of them might, but, but like, as long as you, like, <laughs> as long as you, like, their style, too, and, like, communicate what you want, and, like, I think it's fine to go back um, to that designer and ask for some edits, too, but just being, like, considerate of the edits as well, of how many edits there are. Because that could yeah. even add time up to your process. A hundred percent. I mean, Mark and I go back and forth. He'll probably be editing or listening to this and be like, oh yeah, that's our conversation. Um, because we go back and forth between that whole concept of, okay, as a business owner, I'm looking at someone's style. And that's something like I can't, I can't change or dictate. Because if you work with, with shapes, um, that's different than let's just say you're an illustrator and you're drawing coffee plants, right? It's different. Um, but then there's also that, I guess that crossover of like, okay, there's a designer style and then there's a designer who's like hearing what an owner wants to do and then taking that input and working with it and creating something that they may have never created before, but still within their style. Um, so I, th I think the creative process is one, it's complicated, but it's also big. Right. And the logo, like when you ever create a logo or the bag, like you can use all those elements for marketing tools or stickers and t-shirts. Like they all are easily, like you can turn them into so much stuff easily. Uh, with, with that said, like, okay, let's say I'm not a business owner. Um, let's say like, I'm just a home barista and an influencer and, or wannabe influencer, that word, you know, we all talk about. Um, but every one of us has a degree of influence on social media. Let's say, um, like, I'm, I'm in that place. Um, listening to your story and how you are, quote unquote, pursuing your dreams, but also, you know, not just waiting for stuff to happen, but um, like pushing things and, I hate the word hustling, but you're putting in the work and the effort. And then at the same time, knowing the importance of social media knowing the importance of like communicate, communicating online. Um, what are some things that you can share with us about that place in life where you kind of don't have any opportunities yet? Um, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? I'm like that's what, ha really, what have you that's done where, yeah. <laughs> well I think it's I mean it's all networking I think right. like I mean social media is so different too and I think with social media right now you have to be consistent with it and you have to um like do those stupid video reels or like you have to figure out the sweet spot of just don't get me started on social media how annoying it is but <laughs> You have to find like the sweet spot of like what works to your brand. And it, and it really, the whole thing is, it's not, and the whole thing about social media is, is that I feel like 
you can communicate what you want to be or who you want to be. Um, not that like I'm in London painting free murals right now, but like on the outside, like it looks great. <laughs> but yeah. like me, like I'm eating, I like I, yeah, like I, I'm a starving artist, but um, I don't know. I think it's, cheese. I think it's a lot of networking. I think like, yes, yeah. there's social media. Yes. Like posting we're doing, but like, also I think it's the people you meet or like, I mean, even tonight I went to an artist talk and I went up to the artist who I only went there because he's, he like has done stuff at hotel palms in Atlantic beach, Florida right. in Jacksonville. And, um, I like he follows me on Instagram and I'm like, you know what, maybe he can be good advice because he like he goes all over the world and paints patterns. And so it's like, I'll go. And I got to talk to him at the end. And I I was like, look, this is my dream. Like, I want to be yeah. here. Like, I want to be here in London, too. Like, I've always wanted to be here. And I'm just I like I'm here by myself just trying to make this happen. And I was like, I'm painting these free walls places like people just keep giving me more opportunities. And he's like. He was really, he was just like, keep doing it. He was like, you just got to keep doing it. And he was like, go up to people, like go up to their shops. And he's like, ask them if you can paint their windows. Um, he's like, do it for free. You'll be out there and you're going to be networking with people that walk down the street and give them your business card. And um, he said, like, and I think that's how this guy's done it. It's like, yeah, it's all word of mouth too. And I'm sure like he's met cool people along the way through that I mean yeah. same with me I think that's like a lot of it's been researching too of like like mural festivals and things like that but it's also yeah like talking to people and like because I went to a mural festival in the UK last year like I have more connections in the UK and like I connected with people all over Europe that I'm gonna try to like meet up with some of them too or all over the world yeah. which is cool but it is like, yeah. I, and that's, yeah, like right now I'm like, well, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? Like, I'm here for a month and I was like, well, but what if I stay longer? What if I like, what if I haven't got a gig over here that I could stay longer? Um, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I, I think you never know. I 100% agree. Yeah. You never know unless you try. And I think yeah. the thing that you should try is the thing that repeats over and over again in your life until you suck it up and do it. Because yeah. I think it's always going to be there. Not like, and I don't think everybody has that. But for me, I always had that because it was just like, I'd be so depressed doing anything else but my art. And I think it's been so yeah. fulfilling to me doing this. And yeah any huge walls and everything. Yeah, 100%. I, I think even for me in coffee, I remember working at Sippers. And um, I, I remember just thinking like, oh, is this even possible? Like, am I going to do this coffee stuff? And will I actually be able to do this long term? Like, it. I was just working at a freaking coffee house, not knowing what could happen. But I feel like every single time there was an event, every single time there was a throwdown, I was not competing in those events. I remember going, um, oh, what was darn embarrassing. Forgot the cafe up in, uh, it's not social grounds, of course, up in Neptune Beach, um, other grounds. 
southern grounds, the other grounds. Um, yeah, I remember going to a throwdown there and grabbing my camera and being like, okay, I know like photography at least a little better than I know coffee. Uh, and I'm just going to shoot photos and see who I meet. I, that's how I met a lot of people. That's how I met Jacob from 904 Coffee. That's how I started um, just sending people would DM me on Instagram be like, Hey, I saw you were taking photos. Can you send me some photos? Um, so then I went to the Kookaburra throwdown and started connecting with people. And after, um, making a lot of those connections, like, Oh, like I saw another job, uh, job opening, like, Hey, like, can I work with them? So I think what you're, what I hear you saying about networking is like a hundred percent right on whether you're an artist, whether you're a designer, whether you're just looking for a job, um, all of that, like it worked for me as a coffee professional who worked for a cafe. Like, so I definitely encourage folks. And I think the thing with you, Serge, is that you have like passion too. It's the same with me and like my art. It's like you have passion for the coffee scene. Like you always had it too. And it's lasted so long that it's morphed into all of this. Cause you want it, like you wanted to do that. Like, even you when you left Jack... Definitely, you have to want it. Yeah, like, yeah. look at all the stuff that you've done. Like, that's so... That's Thank awesome. You. Having this conversation with you and just processing... Like, I, I don't get to talk about, you know... Not not a lot of people know sippers. You know, not a lot of people know the roots of um, where I started in coffee. But I think even processing that, I'm starting to, like, really remember just how powerful those times were. Um, and how important those times were, how forming they were. Um, and definitely now owning a business, like things are not the same. Like I'm, I definitely, those experiences build to something else, but it's always so important to look back and be like, I remember in my, uh, rinky dinky apartment up in Atlantic beach, that was like a hellhole <laughs> uh, with two other dudes just brewing pour overs on my coffee bar um, with like barely the gear I could find at like garage sales or something like that. To well, once we picked you up to T, T and I, oh, yeah, to yeah. go interview that band. <laughs> oh gosh, when the yep. sound like messed up for I don't even know. Everything was messed up by that interview. I failed so bad. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> But that's the thing is, like, everybody has to start somewhere. Like, yeah. even a mural, I had no idea what I was doing. And I still, like, I still, like, my whole thing is, like, how do I get faster? Because I see other muralists that are huge named people, and they, like, they're, like, two seconds, they throw them up there. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're on something, and they can just do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what's happening, but I don't know. I've gotten definitely faster at it. It's just... To step back, look at everything we talked about. Um, this is maybe like more of a, like a philosophical wrap-up than normal. But as you are pursuing these murals, painting more, um, hoping to travel, who knows, maybe you'll be in London for longer than you expect. Maybe you'll be in Budapest. I mean, we talked about all that. All that. Who knows, right? Um, what is kind of the underlining source and it might be something you've already said but still like what is the underlining source to be like you know what, I'm gonna keep doing this whether it's um easy or hard whether I make a lot of money or I don't whether I even get an opportunity um what what continues to drive you I don't 
know. I think I would, well, I feel like this year I've learned a lot about myself and I've learned a lot about like, I don't know, who I am and like really I've been working on my self-confidence and just like, I don't know, I, I mean how much of a dreamer I am. Like I, I really like, I've always been a dreamer and I always, I feel like for years one of my biggest dreams has been like, I'm working in London and I'm like, I'm with my family and we're going to like one of my jobs. And I don't know, I feel like this year, this year was, had, the start of it was very hard, um, but it's given me like space to do what I want to mm -hmm. do and have that freedom to do it. So it's like, I think right now, like, is my time to do that. And, yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, if anything, what an adventure I'll tell, you know? <laughs> but, like, yeah. I mean, I, I've been thinking that a lot. This trip is like, you know, I'm going to keep doing this. Like, I, I have to. Like, it, I like, I don't know. It's a drive in me. And I don't think everybody has that. But I do. And I, I can't stop it. And I think, yeah. like, I don't want someone even to enter my life, too, to stop that. Like, I want someone to, like, keep me going in that. And that's, yeah. um, I don't know. That's where I'm at. Which I'm, like, I mean, excited about it. But yeah. then I'm, like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, you sound like a classic artist. Yeah, I freaking yeah. love it. Oh, I, yeah. Like, the older yeah. I get, I'm, like, oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm just this eccentric artist no <laughs> you don't understand me like it's funny meeting people because it's like you either understand me as an artist or you don't and um yeah yeah like i think my mind's always creating and i think it's like creating the same way i created jax's rod like a silly goofy way that like i think it's funny in my head or like even when i design murals i feel like a lot of my murals are come from like emotion or like, I want people to feel, like, an emotion when they see my murals, um, like, joyful or, like, happy. Um, yeah. Just because of it's, maybe because of the color. But I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, I think that's where I'm trying to, like, form that in my head is, like, well, maybe that's my goal is just to paint color all over the world. And I don't know. I want to be like, yeah. I think a lot of my drive for a long time was my pain um, from my past and trying to like prove myself that I can do this. And I'm still kind of there as like, I want to be untouchable, you know, like, yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll see where yeah. I go. <laughs> I'm super stoked for you because getting to know you throughout the years like that's one thing i've noticed about you is you've like continually believed in yourself even when nothing like seemed like quote unquote possible um because i think it's been surrounding myself with like good people like you and like kelly and really this year i feel like i've had the really supportive friends that they've all been like because i was like Maybe I'll go to London a month. They're like, yeah, do it. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think you need people to cheer you on 
too. Because it is hard. Like, I, even today, I just felt so discouraged. But it's nice to, like, talk to an artist that was like, look, like, I've been there, too. Because I was like, look, I'm a nobody in London. Like, in the world outside Jacksonville, no one knows who I am. Um, well, I'm, like, super stoked. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for coming on the pod. Um, definitely every single time I think about Jacksonville times, I think about all of the fun times we we had, all of the fun hangouts, Jax's rad times. I think this episode has a lot of potential to dig in and kind of change your perspective and where you are at now pursuing your dreams or even thinking about like how to usual, utilize social media for your business. And I hope that as you continue to go about your day, like we say here, reflect what's good.